Hello everybody, this is Curtis from Trumbull letting you know that we are brought to you by Shudder. Shudder is the horror movie streaming service that brings you all the latest and greatest that horror has to offer. But you don't have to take my word for it. You can use TremblePod, that's T-R-E-M-B-L-E-P-O-D, when you sign up for an account. This will give you a free 30-day trial on us, so you can check it out for yourself. With that said, let's get on with this week's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Tremble, the horror movie podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Taylor. How's it going, Taylor? It's going pretty good. Get it into the spooky spirit. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of like a week, well, recording of uh, movies that kind of tie into Halloween a little bit. You know, which is kind of hard because obviously you have the obvious one, Halloween, Michael Myers, but... What else is there? Uh, apparently not much. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We can't do trick-or-treat every single year either, but I no. would if I could. No, I think the takeaway from the, these two uh, episodes will be I'd rather just watch trick-or-treat or Halloween uh, yeah. than watch either of these two movies again. Uh, although <laughs> the second movie we'll talk about, Hackle Android, it just had a, like, you're going for this, aren't you, kind of quality, where I was like, oh, you, oh okay. I mean, yep. don't know if I would make that choice, but power to you for doing it. Uh, <laughs> Tales of Halloween, though, which is our first, which, which is what we're covering on this recording. Uh, I don't know. Just didn't really grab my attention that much. Kind of felt like, I don't know. I hate to say this, but I think they should have done less stories. Felt like they yeah. did like 10 stories and I'm like, cool. But 10 stories just felt like too much. Just felt like they weren't really focusing too much on any one particular story so yeah and there were some that were included in this like in particular i'm thinking of the one where the chick's car breaks down and there's the ghost and you're i thought i didn't realize that that segment was over when it was over like it just kind of ended and then i was like uh uh, is that it she's just it it just the couch thing happens and then you just move on to the next one and that's it and there was a couple in here that I thought were like that. And it just kind of is like, why? Like, just take those ones out and then maybe develop some of your other ones a little bit more, you know? That's, um, yeah. Kind of what I yeah. was thinking. Like, there was some some stories in here that were decent. But yeah, there was a lot of filler. And it just felt like it went for a quantity over quality kind of approach. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I guess is tough when you're doing, like, anthology. Like, how do you choose stories that people are going to like? I m- can't imagine it's the easiest thing to do, but still. Um, other movies do it, so. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, I mean, not... making movies in general is not the easiest thing to do. So I guess if I can I can cut them a little bit of slack because, yeah, it, it really just felt like someone had written down a bunch of really cool ideas. And they were like, you know what? Let's mm. just do all of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, let's talk about Tales of Halloween. The official summary is 10 short stories revolve around ghosts, ghouls, and monsters, the devil, aliens, and axe murders. Even that sounds long, just reading out that one. Who terrorize a suburb on Halloween night. Yeah. I like how even reading the synopsis, it just sounds long. When- <laughs> yeah. I know, and there were, it, it sucks because there were some, like, really fun things. Like, yeah. the Friday the 31st yeah. could have been so great there were some great calls to friday the 13th obviously um and even just the name friday the 31st is hilarious to me um 
but that it's like there's the weird alien thing and then like i it, i don't know it just it, it just felt kind of strange to me and it didn't really fit it felt like but it was a fun idea you know and that's kind of what a lot of these are <laughs> it kind of almost felt like this could have been like broken apart and put on youtube like you could easily mm. take like the friday the 31st and just put that on youtube Kind of felt like, yeah, like an anthology kind of made for the YouTube generation where it's like things are short and yeah. Yeah, I, that's a pretty good point, actually. Because, um, yeah, it's it doesn't feel like the stories were, yeah, super long. And even then, like, yeah, they kind of tie in together, but not really. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's I guess they're supposed to be like taking part in the same town potentially because you mm -hmm. do see some characters interlap like especially when it comes to trick-or-treaters coming to people's doors there's a lot of overlap with like the kids that are coming up all the time um but other than that there wasn't necessarily like a through line and i mean maybe it's a little unfair because i do love trick-or-treat and that's that is kind of an anthology movie that does weave the stories together really fucking well like that yeah. is kind of the 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 pinnacle of that format in my opinion um so so maybe i'm a little bit biased and and i just am, am showing that with this movie but yeah it just it nothing there wasn't like a th a through line you know yeah um and and i feel like they pulled their best story too soon because my favorite in this movie is the one about billy with the fucking demon guy with the horns going yeah. around like fucking sh shooting people and like yeah. setting people on fire and shit and like the crazy sound effects and they only do that shit in that one story and then it's kind of never played upon again and no. it's it's i don't know maybe they should have saved that one for closer to the end because that was one of the better ones yeah for sure um yeah so, uh, what was the first time we watched this movie? Uh, I had not... I'm I'm kind of surprised that I hadn't heard of this movie before, because, I mean, I do love my a good anthology horror movie. Um, yeah. But I, I hadn't even heard of it until watching it for the podcast. Yeah, I've not watched it before the podcast. I had heard of it, but, yeah. I saw it on a list of, like, horror movies to watch on Halloween, and... Yeah, just seemed kind of interesting, kind of the yeah, anthology format, kind of like Trick or Treat, but yeah, uh, I don't think it holds a candle to Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat just is a classic. Yeah, it really is, yeah. So, uh, okay, and then we do have a couple emails, uh, and it says, worth a watch for sure. It had too many filler stories, though. What was your favorite? Um, I think we kind of talked about this a little bit already, but yeah, it definitely did have way too many filler stories. My favorite was Friday the 31st, just because, yeah, it was, you know, obviously your Friday the 13th references. But then it gets really weird near the end, and I like that. Too. Yeah. I thought that was fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I liked, yeah, I think I mentioned the, the Billy one with the, the little demon and the costume and stuff. And I honestly didn't hate the first one in the movie, too, about Sweet Tooth. That was kind of like a good, just halloween scary story almost you know yeah um and i i did appreciate when it like the previous um the previous stories were brought up i think it's kind of in one towards the end where it's like 
the cops are talking about all the different cases and what's going on in Halloween and like the callbacks in that particular scene were fun. Um, mm. But yeah, otherwise, like I'm just I'm literally going through a list of all the other um, stories that were in this and none of them really like the ones with the kidnappers who they kidnap the kid and it turns out he's a demon. That was kind of fun, but it just felt like it went on for a long time uh, and there wasn't a great payoff for it. Um, yeah, anyways, I'm not going to go into all the different ones because there are probably complaints that I have about all of them for the most part. Yeah. Um, in particular, the one with, yeah, the, that I mentioned earlier with the chick whose car breaks down, that one just felt like it had absolutely no plot or anything at all going on with it. Um, she just kind of walks down the street and then she gets home and then there's a scary reveal and then it immediately goes into the next story, which was a little bit jarring. Yeah. Uh, the Dennis has uh, something similar to say. Honestly, all the emails kind of echo the same sentiment where it's like, yeah, this movie just needed a bit more focus. But uh, Dennis has felt like there was too much going on in this. I could use a bit more focus. Yeah. If they had like yeah. maybe even done like six stories, that would have been yeah. better. I mean, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of just like three or four stories. I like three or four good stories, flesh them out, tell them well. Uh, I don't need 10 stories. Yeah, or and or like you were saying, just release them on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just kind of felt like yeah, like these definitely could have just been like put out on YouTube. To be honest, like they're short enough that yeah, you could have probably just put these on YouTube. Uh, I forget when this movie came out, but I definitely know it was like 2010s somewhat. Yeah, yeah I think it was 2015. Yeah. yeah, so definitely kind of in the. Uh, YouTube generation of like, you know, things need to be more bite-sized, more digestible, I guess. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, best line. There was a lot of qu quotes in this. I'm just trying to remember. And yeah. I yeah. I, 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 one of my favorites came from the, the Billy um, story where first the the older teen asks Billy, is your mom dressing up again this year? And then the demon guy also asks, by the way, Billy, is your mother dressing up again this year? And like, especially when you get to the end of that story, and it seems like he's just gone on this rampage to frame Billy for all this shit so that he can get with Billy's mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's... That, that is oh, another reason that one was my favorite, because it was just so ridiculous, and, like, it was hilarious. And creepy, because that guy was also creepy, but... Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I like uh, Adrian Barbeau. Like, her as the DJ. Uh, mm, yes. This, like she had some really cool lines, and obviously that's a callback to like the fog where she played uh, a radio DJ on that. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought that was kind of cool, and that was honestly like one of the more cooler callbacks in this movie because it was like, oh, you just have her doing like something, something similar to what she did in the fog, uh, but it worked pretty well. Yeah, I now that I'm thinking about it, I kind of wish they did more with her character. Like, I don't know if her her radio character got like a story herself, which no. that would have been kind of fun, honestly. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and even like, yeah, they could have had her kind of like show up and be like a demon or something at the end, or, or you know, do something with her character. But yeah, they don't really do much with her. 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, if they had had her character show up at the end and made it seem like she was, like, manipulating all of these stories and, like, shit like that, that yeah. would have been kind of cool. And honestly, that would have kind of tied everything together enough for me to maybe like this movie a bit more. Yeah, for sure. Uh, best performance. Uh, I hate I'm going to uh, be controversial and say I don't think there was too many great performances in this. Yeah, I um, am kind of with you there. Um. I'm going to also say Adrian Barbeau for this, only because it's Adrian Barbeau. you got to give it to her for l- legacy purposes, if anything else. Yeah, I'm I'm going to, I'm right there with you. I, I also just really liked the delivery of all of the radio host lines. Like, yeah. they were all creepy. They felt like they were trying to create a good atmosphere that unfortunately didn't really follow through into the actual stories, but they were, mm. they were really good. Yeah. There was a cameo from John Landis in this that was kind of cool but i don't Mm. really count it just because it was more of a cameo than anything else but yeah 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 Yeah, and um the one of the kidnapper guys also i recognized from i mean i recognize him from i think the u.s remake of a show called being human where he plays a vampire um he's been in some other things too I, i just haven't looked it up but um he was one of the kidnapper guys in one of the later stories that i thought that was a fun little cameo okay um and then best kill uh surprisingly halfway decent amount of kills in this yeah i mean the first kill that i wrote down was poor little billy getting fucking shot by the cops (laughs) like that was just another one that made me laugh um and then i also liked in friday the 31st them just falling on the chainsaw at the end that was ridiculous (laughs) yeah i that the chainsaw one i had up there for sure i also just really liked when people kept opening the door getting like stabbed by the little demon there (laughs) it just got me every single time it's like such a simple kill but it was so funny every time they like opened up the door and it just got stabbed or yeah. whatever. I don't know. It just it wasn't overly impressive, but it was just like the comedic execution on it. I, I was chuckling. I'm like, okay. Yeah. It's like yeah. really just leaning into the trick and trick part of the trick or treat, I guess. Yeah. I mean pretty much every one of these stories is is trick and not treat, that's for sure. Yeah. Um Okay. And then uh dumbest decision. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot yeah. of decisions in this. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty much every single story revolves around someone making some sort of stupid decision. The, yeah. The, the one that sticks out to me the most is again in the the Billy story, where he gets pulled. Like he's with, I think it's his sister and her boyfriend or something, and they're like egging him on to egg this guy's house, and then he does, and then the guy comes out, and they just run away and leave Billy, who gets essentially pushed into this stranger's house and they don't even notice or care or seem to follow up on anything that's going on there mm-hmm. that yeah. that to me i was like not a not a wise choice not a wise choice no i yeah i think that one would have to take the cake i mean i can't really think of any other ones to be honest so yeah, the the other ones all revolve around like plot things that there wouldn't be a story. Like if those people uh, in that one house didn't kidnap the children and take their eyeballs out, which is a dumb decision, then that story wouldn't have happened, you know. So it's it's hard to say. Yeah. 
Um, okay. I think it's time to give this movie a score. What are you thinking for a score? Oh, I've thought about it, and I'm going to go with a 6.75. Okay. <laughs> a 6.5 feels a little too low because I did I did have fun with this movie, but yeah, it was, it was very disjointed, and I feel like 7 is giving it a little too much credit. So I think 6.75 is what I'm going to go with. Yeah, I'll I'll give this like yeah, a 6. It's it's just yeah, it's got too much going on and just didn't really invest too much in the stories that I wanted it to be be invested in like Friday the 31st and others. Um I think it's still watchable. Like it's still got some semi decent redeemable value, but yeah, it's just it was too all over the place. Yeah, um, if if you're doing like a Halloween movie marathon, this is definitely a, a decent addition to put on the list. But yeah. maybe get it out of the way closer to the beginning and save the good stuff for the end. A hundred percent. Yeah, and if you have a choice between this or trick or treat, trick or treat all the way. Oh yeah, no contest. Yeah, but some people hold this really high regard. That's why I was like, mm, okay, I saw some people online giving it like ten out of ten. I'm like, mm. now I think these people were on drugs of some type but <laughs> i mean yeah it sucks because there are good little nuggets in this movie you know yeah. and and there are some movies out there where the good little nuggets are good enough that it wins me over but this one was i just it didn't for some reason <laughs> yeah i will get i do give it a bit more value just because i did feel like at least the the halloween vibes were there like yeah you know, if you're looking for a movie centered on Halloween, this this is one of the few that actually pulls off that vibe very well. Mm-hmm. So, cool. Uh, well, Taylor, where can people find you on the internet? I'm mostly on Instagram under the username Techronomicon, and I'm on Letterboxd under the username Circeanic. And yeah, if I have anything else going on on the line, then I will post about it on my blog, which is circeanic.home.blog. Cool. And I'm over at threeingrenerves.com, posting pretty much every other day. I also write for that hashtag show, do some reviews, and I also do a weekly box office recap. So it's basically how well did Taylor Swift's The Eras Tour do this week. Um, but yeah, check that out. Uh, Steve's not here, but... You can go go find Steve on on Letterbox and X. The Steve will dead. He's on there. Um, he will hopefully be back. Uh, not on the next episode, but the next recording. But we'll see. I think we said that last week, and then he ended up not showing. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we like, couldn't we couldn't rescue him from wherever. I can't remember what we said about him last the last couple of no. episodes. But we failed in our mission. Sorry, guys. Yeah, sorry, guys. We tried. Okay, uh, until next time, everybody. Bye for now.